This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. It is Saturday night tonight, 11.22 p.m. on the East Coast, 10.22 p.m. for my co-host, Hans, who's in a white t-shirt, yes. doing the Louis C.K. look tonight. Are you wearing your drive jacket? I do like to go out on the town <laughs> with a scorpion on my back and uh, intimidate people at the bar. Just with a hammer for no reason. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, and... Right. And we have we have back on the show, we have Anthony Cisco, whose episode just dropped today on YouTube anyway. If you guys are YouTube subscribers, we got Cisco here with us Saturday night. How are you doing tonight, Anthony? I'm uh I'm pretty lit. Yeah, you look you look very <laughs> you look very intoxicated right now. This is gonna be great. Uh Hans, are you drinking? Yep. Me too. All right, You're this there. is drunk on movies now. So <laughs> What are you drinking? Is that vodka? Or is that sugar water? Uh, no, oh no, this was not real sugar water. This is the, oh, we just finished doing a show. Uh, no, I've been enjoying myself some some vodka and a good uh, club soda. That's what I like. Ah, wait, you oh, oh not the the, uh, what, the what what do they call that again? Uh, well, well, there's no real name for it. I don't think. I think it's just a mixed drink. But if you have it with whiskey, that's a highball, which I believe you got into on your show yes, yes. about uh, Sharky's machine. Which kind of blew my mind. We gotta well, hold on. We gotta talk about Sharky's Machine and and Slothcast and Drunk on Movies real quick, because I was like, I was listening to to the episode. And I was like, you guys are talking about Burt Reynolds as this creative force. I was like, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then we watch we watched uh, Sharky's Machine, and um, that movie is unbelievable when you know that it came from his head and all the creative decisions. And the person who's handling the score and the visual—it's just uh, remarkable what that movie wound up being. So that was a terrific pick, and uh, I'm glad that your show turned me on to that. So have you guys seen what he looks like now? Fucking Burt Reynolds, the skeleton. He's, he's, he's in a coffin. You can't see him. Just wood. I I saw on the the uh, screener website that I go to. Uh, they posted a cover of his last movie. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Oh, no. And you don't show, want to look at his career oh, after 2005. Oh. After Dukes of Hazard, the reboot with Jay Chandrasekhar. <clears throat> it's all bad. And even that is like an exception. I, I posted a couple of pictures on my on my Twitter, uh, H-word name on Twitter. Uh, and he just looks like they're just prepping him up. Uh, he's just yeah. very skinny, very just like... Like almost not nothing is left. Kind of like a uh, Sid Hay in that uh, Three from Hell movie, where it's just like, why are you doing this to him? You know, we bad with money. And actually, you know what? Like I don't even believe there's, that he's bad with money. I just think he probably fucked too much, and he's just got to pay. He's just got to pay for it constantly. He's got there's some hush money, there's some divorces, there's some children. It's just all <laughs> a combination of those things. Uh, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Man, a guy who probably did insane numbers in the 70s, in the 80s, when he was doing Cop and a Half and his Burt yep. sitcom for CBS or ABC, whatever it was. Yeah. Women Abuser? Yeah. Is that what we're saying? No. no certainly not. Wasn't, a, wasn't alive enough to get me too'd. <laughs> like, uh, what's his name? Uh, porn, fat porn guy, Ron yeah. Jeremy? But because they <laughs> change the rules all the time, it's like anybody can just get, you know, they just set it up like that. Like they're doing with Biden too. They're doing that whole thing with like, yes, Biden is innocent. That's the, that's the affirmative <laughs> approach. They're gonna be like, they're gonna sh I swear, they'll like next year they're gonna show the pictures again of him like sniffing girls' hair, and everyone who supported him is gonna be like, 
I just can't can't live with that. It's weird now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's a problem. Yeah. Well, wait, hold wait, on. Wait, Biden's wait. 80 years old. Keep in yeah. mind. He's sucking on yeah. hard candies day in and day out. He's going to the, the <laughs> pharmacy. He's going to the 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 pill shop and getting himself a, a, a soda drink with a chocolate scoop in the middle of it. You know, he's he's living in 1950s land. So th- this whole yeah. thing to him is innocent. Do you remember his GQ photo shoot that came out before he got elected where he was looking like he was wearing a diaper? Yes, I do. <laughs> he was like superimposed into everything with a yeah. diaper. With the diaper. Yeah. What's going to happen? Tied what? jeans with a diaper on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They tried to make him the cool president, you know, because yeah, he wears yeah, aviators. Yeah. He sucks on yeah. ice cream cones. What's happening? All right. What is the timeline on on Biden? Not before we get into like movies proper. Where when does Biden go? Because I think Anybody? I'm going to make a prediction right now. It's February 2022. Oh uh, yeah, that sounds right. I think this. I think around December. I think something's going to happen yeah. end of the year, and then Kamala is going to take over and yes, queen herself into the presidency. <laughs> yeah, I think as soon as the the COVID stuff is over. COVID has been defeated, and they go, okay, who's to blame? Well, Joey's getting pretty old, getting up there. <laughs> yep. And he won the war against the virus. Right. Why don't we see him out? We'll get him a nice watch and an ice cream cone. <laughs> and, and a child uh, to sniff. <laughs> it's just so transparent. It doesn't even fucking matter. It doesn't feel like even... there's a president. It feels like no. the, the corporation is the president. You know, it doesn't even feel like Kamala's the president. It's Wait. just general entity. Did you now? Okay, because everyone shits on Adam Curtis, but did you watch Hypernormalization? I did watch some of it. I did not watch the entire thing because it gets into like what happened at the end of like the Soviet era, like the Soviet Union, and they were like, they just said that they knew everybody knew everything was fake, but they just ignored it. They were just. It's like, uh, yeah, it's fake. None of this is real. The whole thing is fake. You know what it's like? That's kind of what, what we're becoming is like the whole thing is fake. It feels like, you know, when you buy yourself a good uh, blueberry coffee and you get it, uh, you know, a roast, <laughs> like a bag, you enjoy it the first few cups of, of uh, coffee that that's you have. It. But then <laughs> I'm just saying, well, you don't <laughs> like blueberries. Maybe I'm a man who enjoys love- a good blueberry. I love blueberries, not in coffee. That combination is like yeah, pineapple it, it, in my coffee. It's a scuffle. That sounds <laughs> horrendous. I don't know what the hell. That's the Costa Rican in you acting up. Yeah, uh, no, Costa blueberry. Uh, if you get a good blueberry coffee roast from like Newman's Own or whatever, you're like, well, this isn't a syrup from Dunkin' Donuts. This is pretty good. I'm enjoying this. But by the time you hit your sixth cup of coffee, and that's Wednesday, you start to detect in your palate that that's a synthetic flavor that's been added to the roast uh that's where we're at currently is the feeling of okay the movies are synthetic the politics are synthetic the yeah. behavior is synthetic there's nothing that is authentic here any longer and uh, i don't know how we weave our way out of that because it doesn't seem like what is real is appealing to enough people at this point i think there has to come a point where there is a uh an oversaturation effect to the general normie consumer who cannot fathom the idea of a of a like a James Corden occupying their television screen at eleven thirty five p.m. every night. Oh my god, um, that video! 
oh my fuck how do you not just run them over you know that video where they're dancing outside of someone's car in the middle of the oh, street do I? stopping traffic what the fuck dude it's it's really funny though because in the context of of lowe's tweet your tweet it was that was a good tweet it was like you said like you come from you're coming home from divorce court and you're just like you're and the fucking duncan is closed and you're just like fuck you're having the worst day towards in the fucking window like mm. yeah hey man he really got into it he was like you know what i'm gonna take this seriously today i'm gonna do some yeah. pelvic thrusts uh he yeah. Was like, yeah and, and he, he left he, he left Why are you so fat? because nobody liked him in england and then he no. just comes to the states, and and apparently there's enough of an audience for him to have that confidence. It was completely out of the blue. Listen, I I, I got a text from uh, Jake Hanrahan today. He sent me my tweet. He said, "Fucking hell, he's so horrendous." There's this kind of guy in every school in Britain, man. Worst cunt going. Can't believe he got so famous and rich. It's crazy. Here's the thing with yeah. James Corden is nobody knew who the fuck james corden was until they gave him a deal with cbs and gave him the the show that J, uh craig ferguson did previously so even oh, then right. i think the most famous thing he had done was the um the adaptation of wicked when disney bought up that property and then released it as a feature film but even then he's a minuscule character in that and that was a lead-up to his late night talk show. So nobody knows Gavin and Stacey. Nobody knows anything that James Corden is mm -hmm. doing in the United, you know, in the United Kingdom during that time. It was completely out of the blue. As a matter of fact, they were courting Joel McHale for a period of time. And that could have been maybe something fun, but he probably would have went the way of Seth Meyers at this rate. But Anthony, yeah. you had a the perfect response to that, which was you, you know you sent a DM to me that just said bummer, which was was <laughs> yes, that's that's the the vibe here. If you're trying to go home, you know, uh, or uh, you you want a, a nice iced coffee, and then all of a sudden you have these fucking freaks who have been toted as celebrities the past two years, um, act uh, you know behaving in this manner in front of your car. I'm not going to have a tolerance for that. You know, we need the no. DeSantis law that allows you to run over protesters in, in Los <laughs> Angeles, California. That, that's well, what it, was needed that day. It also shows how pathetic the state of late night television in the States is now because Craig Ferguson, like him or not, he was much funnier, much creative. He had a lot of really weird Conan-like bits uh, where you could tell that there was work put into it that wasn't just... Uh, let's uh, suck celebrities off and that's what people are going to like which is what this Corden guy does with his what is it a uh, backseat karaoke or whatever the fuck uh, mm -hmm. that became huge and he's just I'm going to be singing with badly with a celebrity and that fucking sucks Craig Ferguson was funny he was edgy uh, and then he he wait Craig he was that was the Irish guy well, Scottish guy right yeah yes he was on the Drew yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. he was the boss he was you know what a lot of people have been giving his talk show credit lately just because it's not the same talk show as, uh, you know, the the four, the main four that we got right now, or I guess main five, if you want to count uh, John Oliver. But that show wasn't even very good as far as late night shows go. It was just better than what we have currently. So they give him, they like to, um, I guess, um, what, 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 what is it? Overrate him. Yeah, it's it was different, it, but it, but it, I, I felt like it was very much like a like Conan, where it's just like weird, like a little yeah. a little unconventional when it comes to to how 
and well, I was going to say how safe those shows were, but that's not true with Letterman and, 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 uh, Letterman, no, no, no. Letterman changed the game. Letterman was a complete asshole to people. Right. So that was his shtick. Great. Yeah. And then everybody tried to infuse that with like the Johnny Carson vibe of, Oh, I'm a happy, friendly, nice guy. I'm, I'm Mm. your dad, even though I'm 33 years old and I don't have much talent. Yeah. And Conan was just a weird comedy nerd. Right. Conan was in a league of his own. And you know what? I've been kind of harsh to Conan lately, but God, did I love Conan in like 2003. That was on par with like 90s SNL and kids. In the, the, the comedy that we were talking about that Lauren Michaels produced, the Conan talk show in its first incarnation was probably close to that anyway. Yeah, because it was just weird. It was just whatever silly idea we have for a bit. Let's just do it. Like, masturbating bear was a thing and it was just a guy in a bear costume <laughs> yes. like rubbing oh, yeah. his balls like that was you that... could never do that now uh and, it and it just... wasn't it jim carrey i I don't, I don't think so i think you know what he had he had uh this is not even close to jim carrey he had abe vigoda pop up it's like a recurring yes. <laughs> just abe yeah. vigoda in the audience <laughs> he wouldn't do anything he would just oh there's abe vigoda and he would just stare at him or something like i right. remember that he didn't really interact <laughs> with him but 